Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Out on a Tangent with the Merrimack Public Library. I am here again with Kathy. Hello, everybody. And since last week we got into what Kathy was passionate about, this week I thought we would, like, dip our toe in what I love, which is anything retro, vintage, what have you, from... Not so much the 50s, but the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Like, that's where I like to live as far as my interests go. Um, And if you don't know, the 50s and 60s were a time for America and food. There was a lot, a lot going on. Uh, We had some very weird food choices in the 50s and 60s. A lot including mayonnaise and gelatin (laughs) combined together. And I thought to myself, why? <laughs> so I looked it up. And there is an actual interesting history behind all this. Ooh. So this is from a website called groovyhistory.com. So take with this what you will. I think it sounds very <laughs> this is This is all I could find on this. So apparently because in the Depression, mothers would use mayonnaise to make their meals last longer because... In the 1930s, the country went through, like, a severe recession, and basically nobody had any money, and you had to do what you had to do to get food on the table. And then people starting families in the 50s and 60s were raised in the Depression or by parents who were raised in that era, or had parents that were raised in that era. So the man love of mayonnaise just continued over. Ah, so this is a generational trauma. Yes. (laughs) And then, so, if you think, you think about these foods, if you don't know, look it up. Just look at the images on Google Images. Just look up 60s food and you'll see some weird things. And the reason why all of the things look so weird and are in various shapes, like a Christmas tree made out of cheese with olives and shrimp all over it. (laughs) (laughs) is because at the end of World War II, rationing was over and people felt like it was time to celebrate. So the reason why food is in all these weird concoctions and shapes is to celebrate the newfound excess. Yeah. Hey, we have food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. So that, you know, it does. And I don't know why I didn't think about that when I was thinking about why. And another thing why it looks so weird. Domestic science and home economics classes were popping up across the country after World War II, starting with Boston Cooking School, so a little hometown hmm. advantage. Uh, and, the mi- and the dishes were meant to be eye-catching and feminine. So, like, when you think... I hate everything about that. When you think feminine, you think ham in a jello mold. You know what? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> No, 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 no. So, yeah, so, and I love the last sentence of this article. These classes and recipes infiltrated Middle America, making it perfectly acceptable for golden tuna shortcake to be considered a meal. So with that in mind... (laughs) This will maybe be the most appropriate time to mention that I am a relatively picky eater. Yeah. So... I'm going to be yucking a lot of people's yums this episode. You won't be. Please note (laughs) that it is not personal. You are totally entitled to like these things. I just have a lot of sensory stuff going on that precludes me from eating a lot of very normal foods. You know, I really don't think that people are going to be offended. You know what? I think it's recipe. The ingredients. Yeah, the the ingredient the ingredients of these recipes standalone great for me anyway. But combined, no. This is the picture of ham in a jello mold. So, you know, just imagine wow. a bunt cake with uh, ham and cottage cheese and tuna. I'll let that no. image just saturate in your minds. <sighs> okay, so if you didn't know what it was, it would look really appealing, I think. If it was a dessert. Yeah, it's totally if you didn't not. know what it was, it looks like a dessert and it's in a bunt cake. I will give you a hint, Kathy. Cake. The word salad is going to come up a lot in this. Okay. It's not what you think of when you think salad. <laughs> it's not lettuce and okay. vegetables. 
Well, so, now I'm thinking of my grandmother. Yes, think of your grandmother. Yeah, my grandmother, <laughs> the queen of like the jello and like the molded salads. Yeah, jellos yeah. and puddings and like, okay. Did your grandma grow up in the 50s? No, she grew up in the Depression. Oh, okay, so that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, my grandmother grew up in the Depression and then child of Depression, also a single mom Yes, in the in the. 60s. My yeah. dad was born in 59. My mom was born in 60. So both of them had that had families that really had to like stretch your meals. Yep. So uh, although yeah, we- my parents did too, but my Nana never did that. Like my Nana made like mayonnaise cake, which I guess is a thing. And it's good, I guess. Is it? I don't know. I my que- dad said question. <laughs> and she would make this thing called hamburger soup. Like, the okay. things that she made didn't sound gross to sure. me. Sure. Like, these ground ones... meat seems like it could go in a soup. Like, that doesn't seem so strange. So, we're going to play another game. Okay. <laughs> we love games on this podcast. So, the f- it's a series of games because I told Kathy off podcast that I had too much fun doing this. So, <laughs> the first game is Guess That Recipe. So, I'm going to read Kathy the ingredients and she has to guess what this dish is called. Okay, so the first one is six bananas. Okay. A fourth cup lemon juice. Okay. Six thin, in bold and capital letters, slices of boiled ham. Three tablespoons of prepared mustard. What is prepared mustard? I don't know. They didn't tell us. Two envelopes of hollandaise sauce mix and a fourth cup of light cream. Hmm. One of the, actually, all of the ingredients, some of the, like, most uh, prominent ingredients are the names of the dish. I'll give you that. Banana and ham salad. So close. Ham and banana hollandaise. Okay. So it's, the image was six bananas with six slices of ham on top. So it's like eggs benedict with, with bananas. For why? I don't know. Okay. See, now, when when you said six slices of ham and six bananas, you thought the it would first like, time I was like, oh, they're using the thinly sliced ham to, like, line a bundt cake pan. Oh, no, you just slap and, it right on top of those bananas. And, and now I'm thinking, like, oh, what if you, like, wrapped the bananas in the slices oh, of no, ham? Oh, no, no, no. They just <laughs> stuck it right on top. Held it together with, like, with a toothpick. That like would a- make more sense. But, no, they just slapped a singular piece of ham on top of every banana. <laughs> I know, it makes no sense. This is why I love it. (laughs) Okay, the second one is two envelopes of unflavored gelatin. Okay. Half a cup of sugar, one can of apple juice, a half cup lemon juice, two tablespoons of vinegar, one cup shredded carrots, one cup sliced celery, one cup finely shredded cabbage, a half cup of chopped green pepper, and one can of chopped pimento. Okay, so that's definitely some sort of molded salad. Like Correct. You're going to mix the liquids, the I really... pour it in, sprinkle in the veggies, and chill it? Cook it. I don't know how gelatin works. Chill it? You cook you it, to... then you chill it. Yeah, you have to cook jello. Or no, like I think you like... Jello, put it I in, think like... you like let it... Like, you know how you have to let yeast, like blossom or whatever what do they call that blooming activate or yeah sure whatever tell us in the facebook comments everybody if you know the answer to that um i don't think you're gonna get the name of this it has nothing to do with any of the ingredients it's something salad but it has nothing to do with any of the ingredients spring salad nope i was just looking it's an adjective no color of the vegetables i don't know if that's an adjective it could be an adjective. Okay. It's called perfection salad. Oh, yes. You know, yeah, when I apple think perfection. juice and vinegar as a gelatin with what? vegetables <laughs> in Carrots it. and bell peppers and cabbage. And and uh, pimento. So, like, the, if you don't know what pimento is, it's like, if you look at green olives sometimes, they have a little red thing in the center. That's pimento. It's like... I don't know what it is, but that's, that's yeah. Weird. And sometimes there's like pimento cheese. Yeah, I guess I've 
heard of it. I've never had it because the red part of it all of is pimento. I don't like olives, so I don't either. That, knowing that pimento comes from an olive explains why I the names make it. no sense to me. Like, okay. why is that called perfection salad? Because you have to perfect it, or else it tastes disgusting. <laughs> um. Anyway, the third one. Which I think I put in here to trip you up a little bit. Because you know, like, you'll get it when I read the ingredients. A package of lime jello. Water, vinegar, grated onion, cottage cheese, mayonnaise, and seafood salad. Which is a bunch of chopped up seafood combined with mayonnaise. (laughs) Is that... No, that's not... No. That's not Waldorf salad. No. No. I mean, A, it sounds disgusting. Well. (laughs) You know what no one has ever wanted? Lime-flavored seafood salad. I don't know. Citrus and fish go together, I guess. Yeah, lime jello, though. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. onion in it. (laughs) That's very, like, like, the Grinch would love that. That's so. He loves onions, I think. That's so strange. What a weird, like, I'm just. Again, I, the, the picture. The flavor combination. So the, so the, th- so the, to give you a, like, visual of the dish, it is a bun cake jello mold again with the lime jello with the onion in it and the cottage cheese. And then, and I'm sure the water and the vinegar. Yeah. And then in the top part of the bun cake lives the seafood salad. Yeah. So it's like, essentially like a bowl for the seafood salad. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what this is going to be called. It has salad in it. Okay, great. (laughs) Take a step. Like, ocean, orchard, (laughs) heavenly salad. I wish. It's called (laughs) lime cheese salad. Ew. (laughs) And also, I feel like the fish is the most dominant part of that <laughs> yeah. dish. And, and it gets no mention in Well, because cottage cheese is in it, so it's lime cheese salad. It gets a little bit of everything. It sounds like you're making cheese out of limes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was a thing, too, at some point. Yeah, like zesting a lime into a goat skin of milk. And yeah. Like carrying it around. Okay, so this one, I this one's a little different. Now we're going to... What I another game I'm calling? Guess which one of these is real? One of these is an actual vintage recipe. Another one is one I made up. Okay. I'm gonna read both of them. You have to tell me which one's real. Cottage cheese candle. Cottage cheese mixed with gelatin, shaped into a candle, and you and then you throw a wick in it and light it. Or chicken ham mousse. Chicken-flavored gelatin, ham, cottage cheese, celery, sour cream, and mustard turned into a mousse. Um, the chicken ham mousse sounds probably more real. That is a real one. Yeah. We will come back to candles in a minute. Oh, no. (laughs) 7-Up Milk. Mixing everyone's favorite lemon-lime soda. 7-Up. Equal parts with milk. Kids love it. <laughs> Do they? Or Grinch milk, a Christmas dish considered consisting of cottage cheese, lime jello powder, whole milk with craisins to symbolize his shriveled heart. <laughs> Those both sound equally as horrifying. <laughs> um... I feel like the Grinch came out at the height of the quirky food craze, so yeah. I'm going to guess that the Grinch milk is legit. No, I made that one up. <laughs> okay. The real one is 7-Up Milk, which sounds so gross to me. I didn't know 7-Up was that old. I don't oh, yeah. know my soda history, I guess. Uh, I don't know if it's a Coke product or not. or I think it might be its own no, thing. No, Sprite is. I think it's Coke. part of, like, I think Dr. Pepper and 7-Up are the same thing, if I know correctly. No, Grinch milk I made up. Because <laughs> uh, I thought, ah, that'll trip Kathy up because Grinch milk, <laughs> the Grinch milk, the Grinch, the movie, the first iteration of the Grinch came okay. out in that time period. 
So, 7-Up, your right, is held currently by Keurig Dr. Pepper. Look at me go. I'm so good um, at trivia. <laughs> and was introduced in June of 1929. Wow, it's a lot older than I thought. I thought it was like a Marvel new thing, and that's why people were putting it in milk. 1929. It was created by Charles Leeper Grigg. Great. Who was from St. Louis. Okay. And oh, no, the, makes sense. the original name was Bib Label Lithiated Lemon Lime Soda. It, it launched, ooh, bad timing. Speaking of the depression, it launched two weeks before the crash oh, of 1929. Boy. <laughs> I'm surprised it lasted. And the soda, well, here's why. Here's why it lasted. It contained lithium citrate, a mm. mood-stabilizing drug, oh. until 1948. Well, that makes sense. That's so it insane. was it was yet another, like, co- like Coca-Cola, um, a patent medicine that turned into a soda. Okay. Well, cool. You know, Grinch milk does not exist, and let's be grateful that it doesn't, because mixing cottage cheese with whole milk and craisins sounds gross. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is uh, Frosty the Spam Man. Mix spam, breadcrumbs, mayonnaise, and clear gelatin in a blender. Shape into three circles and set overnight. Or if you have a snowman-shaped cake pan, just chuck it in there and throw it in the freezer. Frost it with mayo when it's done chilling and add a hot dog nose and olive eyes. Or (laughs) almonds in a haystack. Ham salad, which is, again, cubed ham, veggies, and mayonnaise. Shaped in a mountain-like shape, like a dome. Think of a dome. Uh, frosted with mayonnaise again and covered with slivered almonds. Can we stop frosting things in mayonnaise? <laughs> no. Um, I think Frosty the Spam, Spam Man. Man is real and that was your inspiration for Grinch Milk. No, that one's fake. You're making up all the Christmas things to trick me. Well, you know what? I cannot take credit for this. Frosty the Spam Man was created by the writing team on the internet show Good Mythical Morning. Okay. <laughs> because what sla- somewhat of what inspired this is one of my favorite videos on the internet where on Good Mythical Morning they taste test all these vintage recipes from different holiday foods. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time I watch it. <laughs> Both of those sounded disgusting. Uh, okay, so what's in this anyway is the next game. Great. So I'm going to give you the name of a dish, and you have to tell me uh, what's in it. Three ingredients. You can just give me three. Okay. First one, and I'm telling you this is a real thing. Ham N with the two, like, apostrophes, like Mm -hmm. ham N. Lima bean sadness casserole. (laughs) Okay. That is um, the real name. Ham. <laughs> yep. Lima beans. Correct. It's something that's been a common theme. Cottage cheese. Oh, so close. What's the other Gelatin. Com- yes. <laughs> I was going to go gelatin, and then I thought, no, it's a casserole. It's not a salad. So these... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a salad. Then why is it a casserole? Because it's in the shape of a loaf. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so you're cooking it in a casserole dish? You don't cook it. You chill it. It's like like a congealed loaf. You're formulating it in a casserole dish? Yeah, other ingredients include creamed corn and carrots. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) this is a real thing. Cranberry candle. Okay. So the the other candle was sort of to, like, lean into this. Sure. Um, Cranberries. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's it's a canned cranberry sauce moment. Like the like jellied thing. So cranberries. Yep. And gelatin. Yep. And water. Nope. Vinegar. Nope. Cottage cheese. Nope. <laughs> it's another gross white substance. Oh, mayonnaise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? So it's is it just so yeah cranberries gelatin and mayonnaise basically shaped into a candle and you shove a birthday candle in it and light it and then it's a candle. 
Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's a Christmas tradition. Mm. Or Thanksgiving. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I'll show you a picture of that after. That and if sounds... any of you want to see pictures of these. What color is it? Like cranberry. Is, is it? Does the, doesn't the mayonnaise make it like pink? It, yeah, well, like a lighter cranberry. It's not quite pink. It's like, like, uh, like a lighter magenta, like a little bit lighter magenta than my hair is right now. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pink. Yeah. Considering cranberries are like dark, dark. maroon. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. If any of you would like to see pictures of these, let us know on our Facebook page or our Instagram, and I will make a story. So we you could make a whole gallery on our Discord. We could. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want them, I'll put them on the story of either of those, so you don't have to look at them for more than twenty-four hours. <laughs> okay. So the last one in this part is frozen in parentheses cheese salad. Okay. This is a recipe from Weight Watchers of the 1960s. So it's got to have cottage cheese in it. It does. Uh, and gelatin. Nope. But it's a salad. It is. But there's no, <laughs> no, but the cottage cheese an, makes up for the no. Is it an actual salad? It, is there is, a vegetable no. in it? Imagine <laughs> a log of congealed cheese. So like, okay, okay. Um, are there like slivered nuts in it? No. Okay. It's literally just a... Like a loaf of a cheese. loaf of cottage cheese. There's two. Um, there's another with, cheese ingredient and then another dairy ingredient. Okay, there. mayonnaise. Nope. Ooh, they're changing it up. I know. Weight Watchers can have mayonnaise. I don't know. Fact check me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's another like, and a lot of people love this. I do not. Another type of cheese. Um, that so doesn't narrow it down. It's also a salad dressing. Blue cheese? Yes. Okay. I do not like so it. So cottage I know cheese do. and blue cheese formed into a log. So there has to be something holding the two cheeses together. There's a liquid. It's a liquid. Liquid dairy. Milk. Cream. You buttermilk. Were, yes. Buttermilk. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. So yeah, a that lot, feels so right. you combine all of that and there's a couple other things in it. Freeze it in a like loaf mold. Dump it out the next day and then serve it with broccoli to dip in it. Which like okay, okay so it I turns sort of into get like it. a cheese dip. sauce. Yeah. Okay. I, that I'm, one I sort of get. It's just strange. If I was making a cheese sauce, I'm not sure my top two choices would be blue cheese and cottage cheese. Those are my like, two least favorite cheeses. But like, I can get behind a cheese dip in theory. Okay, so the next thing we are playing is uh, real or fake. But before that, I wanted to... Well, actually, no. We're going to do real or fake because I only have two things for real or fake. Okay. Real or fake? Space food sticks. Is that all I get? Yep. It's a product called space food sticks. It's a snack product. I think it's real. It is real. Yeah. Pillsbury People 1971. And real or fake? People shaped crackers for dogs. <laughs> um... I think that's also real. It is. French's people crackers for dogs, which I think, you know, we eat animal crackers, so what's the difference? What do they taste like? Just dog Chicken. treat. Yeah. Did you know? Haha, I have <laughs> my own weird cracker specific. Okay. Weird crackers okay. that I um, was exposed to, I'll say. In college. I don't think okay. I ever ate them, but they were okay. very popular. I went to college as far south in North Carolina as you can get okay. before crossing the border into South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So it was like a regional southern, I think, like cracker brand. Okay. Look like goldfish, kind of. Like a fish-shaped cracker. Okay. Taste like fish. Like... Ew. A fish-flavored, fish-shaped cracker. Okay. What was it called? Do you remember? No, I can't remember. I'll Google it real that fast. That sounds disgusting. But, uh, 
it was very strange because I remember being like, oh yeah, like is this like an off-brand goldfish? And they were like, no, it tastes like tuna. And I'm like, is it what? a cat treat? <laughs> no, it's a people food. Well, <laughs> you know, I didn't. I at first thought that the people crackers for dogs was weird, but it really isn't because we eat animal shaped crackers. Yeah, here they are. Um, oh, they're not. They're not fish shaped. Okay, they're called chicken in a biscuit. Oh, crackers. that. Oh, they. We have those here, Kathy. No, we yes, don't. we do. I have never seen. Go those. to Market Basket and look in the cracker. Well, that's aisle. why, because I don't shop at Market Basket. Okay, well, I worked at Market Basket for five years, and I can vouch that chicken and biscuit crackers. Chicken in a biscuit with a K. Yeah, and they have like they're like. They're shaped like rectangles, but they have little, like, like uh, bumps on each yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, they look... And it's in a blue box with a chicken on it. Yeah, it's very strange. But I remember them being, like, the strangest things. So I'm like, yeah, these look totally normal. And then they're, like, fish-flavored. They're fish-flavored? Yes. Even though they're called chicken in a biscuit? Yes. That's weird. I've never eaten them. I just saw them. Am I the... making this up? I don't know. Should we go buy some and taste test them on the next podcast? It came, Absolutely. I it will came do up that. as the number one result when I searched fish-flavored crackers. Ew. So I really think okay. they are You know what? If, if we get enough likes on this post on our Facebook page, we can do that. <laughs> I will donate chicken and a biscuit crackers to the library and we'll eat them. Ooh, that'd be like an ASMR video, too. Our podcast oh. gets a whole new demographic. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we're going to play a game with vintage ads. No, we're going to come back to chicken and a biscuit crackers. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm still Googling it. <laughs> they have actual chicken in them. Oh, then why do they... Light crackers made with chicken. So, but, Okay. <laughs> Is and it supposed to taste like chicken and it I, just tastes like fish or vice yeah, versa? Maybe it's supposed to taste like chicken and they just missed the mark. Um, this is very weird. <laughs> light and crunchy chicken flavored crackers offers an appealing texture. So why when you Googled fish flavored crackers, that was the first result? <laughs> is there like a fish flavored one from that same brand? That brand also makes crackers called Vegetable Thins, and those are delicious. <laughs> this has okay. now turned into snack recommendations. <laughs> so, the brand Wikipedia page. Um, In a Biscuit is a line of snack crackers produced by Nabisco. Oh, Nabisco! Okay. And they... In Australia, they produce Vegemite, mm -hmm. bacon, and nacho-flavored biscuits. Mm -hmm. But they also have barbecue, crispy potato, and salt and vinegar. Okay. Checks and, out. And um, they have chicken in a biscuit, Swiss in a biscuit. What's that? Swiss cheese, I would guess. Okay. Also, um, better cheddars. Yep. Sociables and vegetables. I love sociables. They're so good. This is a snack. <laughs> like, well, we are talking about food, so at least it's not like a huge tangent. Sociables are so good. So if you ever like hit up Market Basket, just look at all the weird crackers because they have all of those. <laughs> um, anyway, let's, okay. now we're going to talk about vintage ads. And this first one, I'm going to have you guess. What company slogan was Breakfast of Losers? The breakfast food. <laughs> yup. Is it a brand that still exists yes. today? Yes. Very, okay. very prominent brand. Is it Ego? No. I don't know why I went to Ego. Like, I'm trying to think of like junk food. It's not breakfast. junk food. No, it's like a healthy breakfast. Well, they also make junk food, but most of their food is considered healthy. Is it no? Um, Cheerios. No, but you're on the right track. Wheaties. Still on the right track. Frosted mini wheats. Captain Crunch. I don't know. I uh, think what you majored in in college. Uh, 
it was a civilization of people in America at one point. Or a group of people in America at one point. As a breakfast food. It's a brand. I think they were Pilgrim? More, they were Is Mormons, br- I think. In they were in the West. <laughs> <laughs> um Oatmeal. Oh, what? Quaker oats? Yeah. <laughs> Quaker is a its own religion. Oh. And they're mostly in the Northeast. Well, there you go. <laughs> Kathy was a history major. Um, I was not. <laughs> that's so strange. Yep. Okay. Th- yeah, Quaker oats is not on my radar. I do not like oatmeal. I was going to say, I don't so. think you like this food. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> Again, texture thing. Hot oatmeal. No, no, no. Like, yeah. I'll do oatmeal cookies. Yeah, I'll yeah, do- yeah. But, like, hot oatmeal for breakfast, A, way too much food that early in the morning. B, weird texture, can't do it. You like a granola bar? Not in the morning. Okay. What about, like, a rice cake? They have rice cakes, too. They do have rice cakes. And when I was a child and certain caregivers of mine were trying to put me on diets constantly, I ate a lot of rice cakes. Okay. But um, not so much anymore. They're pretty good. The flavored ones, they got like apple pie flavored ones, I think. Those yeah. Ones yeah, the cheese ones are not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I completely forgot that they were even a brand. Okay, well, that would answer that. <laughs> well, to be fair, also, I don't so, do the grocery shopping in my house, so. <laughs> Breakfast of losers meant that, like, they were claiming that their food oh, were losing lose weight. weight. Yeah. Okay. And the ad is like a guy holding his pants out with his thumb, you know, like the classic. Okay. Okay, so now... pants are too big. Now we have uh, ads that I found, and you are going to have to tell me if they are real or fake. Okay. So here's one that makes no sense. Hoot, Mom. They're fun. New Scotch Treats. This is an ad for Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Hoot Mom. They're fun. They're fun. New Scotch treats. That's so weird. Butterscotch, not like the tape or the drink. Okay. Okay, Butterscotch Rice Krispie treats. That sounds gross enough to have been a real thing. It was a real thing. Also, Hoot Mom makes I, so little sense that I was like, it has to be real. I was telling everybody in the department, because Kathy came in later today, so I was gathering these things earlier today, and I was telling everyone in the department to guess what brand this came from. I was like, Hoot Mom. And they were like, oh, Tootsie, because yeah, the Tootsie Pop the commercial. I don't know any other food with an owl as a mascot. piece of paper fell in the background yes uh yeah i don't know so there's that hoot mom they're fun (laughs) okay Uh, okay here's another one there was a little girl and she had a little curl right in the middle of her forehead when she was good she was very very good and her mom gave her a big bowl of kellogg's cornflakes Ugh. Doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't <laughs> rhyme. Is not a poem. Well, that is a nursery. It's a take on a nursery rhyme. Oh. Yeah. There was a little girl. When she was good, she was very, very good. When she was bad, she was horrid. Oh. I used to have that nursery rhyme on a tape. Oh. With like, yeah, that <laughs> I, I used to listen to. And we wonder why I have so much shame from my childhood. Um <laughs> Uh, I believe that that's real. That is. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a nursery rhyme. Yeah, it's an actual nursery rhyme. Well. It's a very old nursery rhyme. Well, there you go. That makes sense because it's from the 50s. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. When I'm eating Jell-O, I wish I were a whale because then I'd be able to eat the most Jell-O in the whole world. And Jell-O is such a whale of a bye. Ugh. 
another one is if I when I'm eating Jello, I wish I were a giraffe because giraffes have the longest throats in the world, and Jello feels really good when it's sliding down your throat. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That can't be real. It is. Oh no! They had a the whole... giraffe one. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's gross. They had a I don't whole think camp... about that. They had a whole campaign. Jello did with like when I'm eating Jello, I wish I were a somewhat animal. Like Ugh. I wish I were a pelican. I wish I were a chicken. I wish I were a whale. I wish that's I were a weird. dolphin. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not actually any weirder than, like, Oscar Mayer commercials, which are also quite weird. I don't remember those. Well, we won't get into that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. Kids will want dinner to last all day when you spoon on the Kraft's potato fudge. Into the heart of a split (laughs) hot baked potato, spoon a big swirl of Kraft's potato fudge. That chocolatey, gooey goodness your kids crave will melt right in, putting a smile on the mouth of even the most finicky eater. Kids love the taste, and you'll love the healthy vitamins and minerals they get from the natural goodness of nature's potato, the potato. (laughs) Is... Is... There's also a butterscotch flavor. I'm so confused. Is this a... Fudge, a fudge substitute made of potatoes? Nope, it's something This is something you, you put on your baked potato. Yes. Okay, I'm just making... That's disgusting. There's also a butterscotch flavor. Also disgusting. <laughs> Doesn't make it better. I'm not <laughs> sure it makes it worse, but... Um, I really want this to be fake, so I think it must be real. It is real. I love that the they said the natural goodness of nature's potato, the, the potato. potato. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Their marketing team is a potato. Literally. Uh, here's another one. I never saw a pink elephant until Baker's Coconut. I don't understand. I don't want to understand. I never saw a pink elephant until Baker's Coconut. I don't... That's, again, so weird. I feel like it has to be real. It is real. I think it was... It's like dyed pieces of shredded coconut that okay. are pink. Uh, here's another one. Hormel Chili. It's not exactly tame. I think that's probably also real. That is real. And the last one might be my favorite one. Uh, This one is an ad for a type of bread called tip-top bread. You can't live on tip-top bread alone. And then underneath in parentheses it says, you also need oranges. It's a medical fact. Our tip-top recipe includes nearly every food element you need for good health. For a perfectly balanced diet, just add a daily orange or any other source of vitamins A and C. So this company is claiming you can survive on their bread and a singular orange every day. I love bread. I wish. Um, well, it has every, nearly every food element you need for good health. Tip-top bread. Yeah, I believe that that's real. That is real. All of these ads were real. It reminds me of um, on when TV Land was, like, first a thing, mm-hmm. they used to also play vintage commercials. Yep. And there's a GIF commercial that's like, men cannot live on bread alone. You need peanut butter, too. <laughs> Buy GIF. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was choosy moms choose GIF. Yeah. I, think I don't it, know. I always thought that I think was it pretty much way. still is. So, uh, yeah. So... If you want to look at them, Kathy, I've cropped them just so I could read the slogans. But the pink elephant, like... Yeah, I found the pink elephant on Google already. It's weird. (laughs) It's also in black and white because I use our printer in the children's room, which is black and white. But I thought it was more authentic to have it in black and white. This is like, there's also, I would like to bring this up because according to my parents... And your I don't know, I think your parents might be maybe too old for this. I'm not sure. There was this ad that came on TV all the time where it was Time for Timer, this weird-looking character. 
and there was this one song that he would sing. He was like an advocate for cheese. Like, you know how they had, like, the Got Milk campaign? Sure. <laughs> they had a cheese thing in the 70s with this guy called Time for Timer. And he sings a song called Hankerin' for a Hunk of Cheese. And according to my parents, everyone that grew up in the 70s knows who this is. I have fact-checked it with my best friend who grew up in the 70s, and she said it was a thing. And she grew up in a different part of the country. It is is easily identifiable on Google. Yes, Time for Timer, he is a weird, like, wheel of cheese with a top hat and a bow tie in the hankering for a hunk of cheese song. He's a cowboy. Uh, and I think it goes, I'm hankering for a hunk of, a slice of slab, a chunk of, I'm hankering for a hunk of cheese. Howdy, y'all, I'm Time for Timer. <laughs> and again, yep. like... Let us know if you want to see these, because I will gladly post it on yeah, our social media. I'll have media. to ask my parents. My dad lived, he grew up right outside of Boston. So they, he he might know. My friend who grew my, up in the Midwest has knows this too. Well, I'm thinking my mom probably doesn't know, because rural New Hampshire, when she was growing up in the 70s, they only had one TV station. So, yes. So they, she like doesn't, a lot of the cultural touch points that are television based, my mom doesn't get because okay. they didn't have. They only most had of one the of the three TV channels. Yeah. <laughs> it, for those of you who didn't know, back in the seventies, there was only like four TV channels. That was it. So you had your choice of four channels yeah. instead of the two thousand that we have today and the internet. <laughs> so uh, let's end this on a high note, Kathy. What's your favorite snack? Um, that's a great question. I know you love um, yogurt. Well, I I eat yogurt because it's convenient. Well, <laughs> um, here can I can I tell you, you my can, my you least name, favorite? Yeah, food? sure. Um, the the food that I was dreading coming up in this episode, which did not appear, is sour cream. I purposely did there that. There is I know nothing like about it. sour cream that I ever want to think about. Um, that didn't really buy me a lot of time to think of my favorite. When I was a child, a snack I ate was iceberg lettuce dipped in sour cream. Please don't fire me. <laughs> no, it's like I said at the beginning, like, you're allowed to like sour cream. You just aren't allowed to make me eat it. I wouldn't um, make anyone eat that. I'm not going <laughs> to eat that now. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea as a child. Yeah, my after school snack was like zebra cakes and Cool Whip. Which is amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I used to, ate then and still eat now way too much sugar. Yeah, you love chocolate. Yeah, you I love eat hot, cho- hot like chocolate. Way too much chocolate, way too much ice cream. You like Tootsie Rolls. Well, your favorite restaurant. It's really not a restaurant, but your favorite place to get food from. I don't know what you think my favorite place McDonald's. Yeah, you I, love McDonald's. I do love McDonald's. Not I wasn't, fun. I wasn't sure if you were going like Dairy Queen oh, I know, yeah. or Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> the restaurant that you hit up the most on your way home from work. Yes, I will be going to McDonald's tonight to pick up dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love McDonald's. I ate a lot of McDonald's when I was a kid, too. So probably, yes, McDonald's french fries would be, like, okay. my my highest comfort So food. you ate a lot of McDonald's as a kid, but you don't remember McDonald's land throwing it back to a few episodes ago? No. Oh, well, such a I know. Shame. It's a, well, because... I sent you the video of Yes. It. Yeah, and I I wasn't ever disputing that it like didn't exist, but I didn't watch. Yeah, it wasn't on PBS. Current TV. <laughs> I watched like you watched a lot of PBS. I imagine I right? watched you... PBS and TV Land. Okay. Yeah, so they weren't so, marketing the kids on TV Land. <laughs> yeah, like I I was allowed to watch like Schoolhouse Rock. That was from the seventies. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Which is still like not current, but more current. Well, no, they had a they had another reiteration of it in the nineties, so I guess that makes sense. But it's like I didn't watch a lot of the kids' channels. Yeah, and you weren't gonna um, find McDonald Land commercials yeah. on TV. Yeah, a lot of the 
the content of those shows was skews older. Well, just well, because it was nostalgic rude. for the skews rude. Yeah, like kids shows from the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it skews rude. To I that, thought you like, were talking about the commercial demographic on TV Land. <laughs> Because now on TV Land you get ads for like hearing aids and yeah, well you still got hearing aids well, and AARP life and insurance. Yeah, I watch a lot of TV Land too. <laughs> like it thinks I'm a 90 year old woman. <laughs> I need life insurance and uh, easy sock putter honors. Oh yeah, like a shoehorn for socks that you pull up. It's really funny. Anyway, I want it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, Ronald McDonald and McDonald Land was, like, phasing out when I was a kid. But they had, like, these little cookies you would get in a Happy Meal that had the, like, shapes of Grimace and Birdie and the Hamburglar. Yeah, I remember those. And they tasted like lemon, and I don't think they were supposed to. But anyway. I remember the cookies. That's, like, a core memory for my brother and I. (laughs) That and the Shrek Happy Meal toys. Because Shrek was, like, a huge thing. When I was a kid, because it was like the first Shrek came out when I was really young, and then Shrek two, three, and four came out all when I was in elementary school, so it was like all over the place. And Michelle and I discovered earlier that Heinz made, like when they made the colored ketchup. Yeah. Shrek had a collab with them with their green ketchup. It was Ew. called like Swamp Juice or something. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, so my favorite snack is popcorn. <laughs> I love different flavors of popcorn. I'm really into kettle corn right now, which is back to the sugar discussion. Yep. <laughs> love kettle corn. I love Boom Chicka Pop, the whole brand. Yeah, Very good. Very I also good. love popcorn Indiana. It's okay. a different brand. And if, like, as far as microwave popcorn goes, uh, my favorite is Newman's Own. Okay. Which you wouldn't expect for popcorn, but it's really good and doesn't taste like chemically like the other ones usually do. Okay. Not a big fan of Orville Redenbacher. Sorry, Mr. Redenbacher. I don't think he's still alive. I assume he is not. <laughs> the estate of Mr. Redenbacher and the company. We are not sponsored by any of these foods or no. brands, nor do we claim that they still hold these ad campaigns. I don't think Cornflakes would like that campaign anymore. That's the I, one, the you know, rhyme one. If I could bring back to try once potato fudge, I think I would. Just take the I'm smuckers, just... like, um, what is that stuff called? Like the stuff that gets hard on top of ice cream. Oh, like the shell? Yeah, just to shove that in a potato. Because, <laughs> like, they have, like, Reese's just um, launched, like, a Reese's, a Reese's cup with potato chips in it. So, like, chocolate and potato isn't a weird thing. It's just weird to me that, like... The baked potato part. To get your kids to eat baked potato, just put chocolate in it. (laughs) That destroys the purpose of eating a baked potato. Oh, yeah, okay. When when you say potato fudge, I was picturing it like a... Fudge, no, no, which no. is solid at room temperature. No, no, no. no it's like a chocolate sauce. Yeah, it's literally like chocolate sauce. It's like you're putting gravy on a potato. Mm-hmm. It looks like gravy, but it's chocolate. Which is a thing in the South. They have like sweet biscuits and gravy with like chocolate gravy. But like, I don't know. It just seemed weird. The kids in this ad look like they might be possessed. I know. Is it the same ad that I... Yeah, that's the same ad. Potato fudge. I just don't understand. I don't I don't understand. What is the point of eating like just don't oh. make them eat potatoes if they don't like them. But it is nature's potato, so No no no. What? Is it not what we think it is? You know, I wonder if... It's th- not a real ad. It's not? Mm-mm. Then, okay, I was on a very legitimate site. Retroist says that it is not an ad. Seriously? It is a spoof ad of Cheese Whiz. Oh. But did it come up in the 50s? Like, was it made in the 50s as a spoof of Cheese Whiz? No, the ad is faked. Wow. 
Well, they fooled us. This is like an episode of Nancy Drew. Yeah, so <laughs> it's... I'll show you the... It's the potato fudge ad. You can see that they just like copied the cheese whiz ad over. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I really so it's a fake ad. Exist. Well, the person on this website that I got all these ads from, like, so basically the website I got all these ads from is a whole like somebody took the time and gathered like, ads and details about them from every single, like, decade all the way back to, like, the early 1800s. So, that person got fooled, too, because it looks pretty legitimate. Yeah. That's such a shame. Because that would have been a really funny thing that existed. And, you know, after looking at all the other things, I just assumed there that it was There was real. fudge made from mashed potatoes. Okay, that... Which is where the idea came from, You know, that is a thing. And it doesn't seem that gross because, like I said, Reese's or Reese's. I don't know how you pronounce it. I've been saying Reese's my whole life, but I think that's wrong. <laughs> Just launched Reese's cups with chips in them. Yeah, so. so there's a recipe, three squares of unsweetened chocolate, mm-hmm. a half a stick of butter, okay, vanilla, salt, a pound of powdered sugar. Oh my gosh. One third of a cup of cold mashed potatoes. Ugh. And you mix it together and supposedly it makes fudge. Ew. <laughs> like what kind of mashed potatoes? Like do you like make mashed potatoes or you just like smash up potatoes? I think you just smash up potatoes. But like what, butter if, what if someone put like garlic mashed potatoes <laughs> No, I think you just cook potatoes and mash them because salt mm. and margarine are listed separately in the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> I mean, not ew, just different. That's the least ew of all the things we plugged out today. Oh my gosh. Well, I had so much fun doing this. And if you guys like this, let us know. Let us know anything you feel about the podcast. We want to hear from you. If you have episode ideas, if you want to see more of this, less of this, if you want us to showcase any of these ads or recipes on our social media, let us know. And uh, we will see you guys next time. And I, I think we might dive into my fandom next time. Maybe. Sure. Let's, we'll see. But we'll see y'all next time. Bye. I hope you try these recipes.